It is 7.06 on your Wednesday evening, ready to rock. The number, as you know, 416-870-6400-640 on your cell and email. It's Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. You got employment questions, severance questions, you've been let go, all of the stuff under that banner we covered tonight. And, of course, your phone calls top priority. So if you're going to call in, you can start right now. We'll get to those post-haste. But, as always, we get to the week that was. That's right, uh, John. It's uh, It's been a busy week, and I'm happy to be back here on uh, on AM640, talking about employment law, workplace rights, and everything in between. Uh, people have questions, I know, because I get calls, I get emails every single day, and including the weekends. So happy to be here and answer questions. Starting off with the week that was, uh, two scenarios that I saw, and uh, in this situation, both of those scenarios show us that when it comes to severance, it's not just about how many weeks or months paid you are owed, it's about how those amounts are actually calculated. Mm-hmm. So let me give you uh, those scenarios. The first scenario, I got a call from a gentleman that had actually heard our show previously, which is why he called me. He worked as a maintenance person in a golf course, and he'd worked there for three years. And the way it worked for him is he was effectively laid off every uh, December and called back in April because that's when the, the golf course was, uh, was off, yep. of course. So no problem, and he did that for three years. This past December, his employer told him, well, you know what, we're not going to need you anymore next year, so you're not coming back. So I asked him, well, did they pay you severance? And he said, no, they didn't. Why? Well, the employer said, we probably owe you four months severance, But because you're going to be off for four months, it's like you would be working for the next four months. We don't actually have to pay it to you. So it's really a notion of four-month severance. We're not actually going to pay you any real dollars, any real money. And and it got me thinking that a lot of seasonal employees may be under the misapprehension that that is correct. Well, that is not correct at all. The fact that you're a seasonal employee doesn't change what the employer has to do with respect to severance. So when the employer terminated this employee's employment, even though this employee would not have worked for the next few months because it was off-season, he still gets severance as if he had worked. So he was owed probably about four or five months' pay, and it's based on his usual earnings. So remember, an employer cannot pick a convenient termination date so as to avoid paying you what it owes you. Right. So in this case, the employer said, yes, we owe you four months, but when we calculate four months' pay, it comes to zero. No, that's not how you calculate it. It doesn't work that way. So right now I'm in the process of, of working with this gentleman, helping him get his four months, five months' pay, and this is going to be extremely straightforward, but I think it's very important for our listeners to understand cool. why I said that. What else you got? The other situation I'll tell you about, a gentleman that was uh, working for a company in a very senior position for 10 years, and an executive position. He was let go because of a larger restructuring. And his employer uh, told him, we're going to pay you 14 months pay. You know, 14 months was probably in the right range for him. 14, 15, maybe 16 is what I would have assessed him at. But they said base salary only. Well, this gentleman, senior position, he had bonuses, he had car allowance, he had a huge benefit plan, he had stock options, pension plans, uh, various incentives. And because the employer, sorry, the value of all these things over and above his salary was about $200,000 a year. And his employer said, we're only going to pay your severance on the basis of your base salary. That is wrong. When it comes to severance, an employer has to include all components of compensation. So salary, bonus, benefits, Mm -hmm. car allowance, stock options, everything the employee would have earned had he continued working. So for him, even though 14 months was the right period of time, because the employer didn't calculate it properly, the difference, John, was over $200,000. Now, this is an extreme situation. 
But I very often see cases where the employer doesn't include all components of compensation. That is wrong. So if you lost your job, all components of your compensation have to be included in your severance. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Got Tom in Toronto. Good evening, Tom. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, pal. What's up? Well, I wanted to ask Lior, um, selling the business in six months, having him, two employees that have been working there for eight years. Uh, I want to notify them now that um, the business will be sold. And I wanna and I wanna um, I wanna find out um, if I advise them five months in advance, what is my exposure to uh, to severance? Good question. Now, Tom, do you know if these employees are going to continue working with the person that's buying your business? I guess that's up to them and up to him. Uh, but here's what why that's important because. If, in fact, they're going to be made offers for comparable employment by the, by the new company, if they're going to accept those offers, then, in fact, you don't have to pay them necessarily. You don't actually have to give them notice. You don't have to pay them any severance. They're simply going to continue working, and their seniority is going to carry through to the buyer. On the other hand, if they're not going to have jobs, then you have to give them either notice or pay them severance or a combination of the two. That's why it's very important to know what is the plan? What does the buyer have in plan or in store for these folks? If they're not going to have a job, then it's quite possible that five months' notice may actually not be quite sufficient. If you have people that have been there for eight years or ten years, what have you, they may be entitled to more. Now, remember... Everyone's entitlements are based on their age, their position, and the length of their employment. I encourage you to go to severancepaycalculator.com and you find out for each one of these people how much they're owed. And you can either give them notice. Let's say someone is entitled to eight months' notice. You can give them eight months' notice or you give them five months' notice and then pay them for three months. Any combination that results in the right amount. But you only have to do that if they're not going to continue working with the buyer. Does that make sense? I I do, but the... But in, 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 if I if I uh, if in my purchase if in my sale with the per, with the purchaser, I put in um, uh, something that says that um, he'll indemnify me for um, um, any consequences of not hiring them. Uh, can I still get dragged into um, to a severance suit? No, well, no. If he says that if you if he doesn't hire them, then he's going to indemnify you from any liability. Then that problem becomes his. I don't okay. think that's very likely that he'll agree to that. He more likely will agree to, to make them comparable job offer letters. Right. Uh, he's not going to necessarily say, if I don't hire someone, then I, I'm going to have to pay them severance instead of you. No. That's not right. likely that he'll agree to that. Uh, so, But the first thing, I think, first step is to come to terms with the buyer in terms of what's going to happen with the employees. Once you know what that is. Once you know what the deal is with the buyer, we can deal with the current employees, we're gonna, we're, and then we're going to know what the obligations are. Tom, just in case, the number 416-216-5900 is Lior's number. Keep that in your pocket, I guess, when it gets uh, closer to the time of the business swapping over. In the meantime, you want to give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. This is the Employment Hour on Talk Radio, AM 640. It is 717 on your Wednesday evening here, the Employment Hour, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Want to toss us an email, uh, Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. Lots of calls to get through. Steve, we got you. Good evening. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good, pal. What's happening? Not much. Um, So I actually am in a different job now, but I started a new job about a year ago for a transport company. I was actually a crane operator. 
And uh, my third day into the job, um, my trainer decided while I was trying to pick up a container about 50 feet in the air, while I was driving, that he was going to slap me. Wow. Okay. Um, not only did he slap me, but then he slapped me again. So instead of reacting, I just walked off the job site, called my manager. The manager didn't do anything about it. They didn't discipline him, nothing. They, it's, it's number two in their code of conduct in any employee handbook sure. that they will not tolerate any physical activity. So I just decided to leave. Did, did, uh, he, got, did he get charged, by the way? Did no, he charge didn't him? get charged because okay. I, I didn't actually call the police. Got it. And you, and you essentially left the job because of it? I did. Because, yeah. first of all, there was no compensation for anything. Sure. They didn't even take my claim seriously. And I wasn't even called into a special meeting to discuss what actually had transpired. Yeah, Steve, that, that's absolutely unacceptable on so many levels. Man, and just very, very bad practice on behalf of this employer. But to your specific question, yeah, of course that if you leave because of what transpired, because someone assaulted you and your employer did nothing, of course you're owed compensation. It's really in the eyes of the law, it's as if the company terminated your employment. What they've done is essentially created a situation where it's uncomfortable or even unsafe for you to continue working. No one can blame you for quitting. And in the eyes of the law, that's a termination. Sometimes we refer to it as a constructive dismissal. So you would have absolutely been owed severance. Now, that was a year ago. Uh, did you find a job right away? I did. Okay. I actually currently work uh, for CAA. So as, as, a, as a practical matter, it's possible that because of the fact that uh, you found a job right away, you may have mitigated some of the damages you would have had because otherwise you potentially could have been owed as much as three months' pay or so. Uh, but uh, So as a practical matter, maybe not something we could do anything about right now, but as a I general didn't... principle, yeah, certainly that, that's a termination in the eyes of the law. Okay, I actually didn't uh, find employment right away. It took me about another additional nine months due to the Oh, fact. nine months. Yes. Well, then here's what we're going to do, Steve. Uh, I want you to give me a call off there because, yeah, you probably owed several months compensation, maybe around three months or so, as I've said. And, yeah, if you found the job nine months later, then absolutely we can still. Uh, and how long ago was that? When were you let go? Or when uh, did this happen? It was in the summer of last year. You're good. So. so you're good. So, Steve, John's going to give you the number. Let's talk off, off air, and I'll be able to help you with this. Steve, that number, 416-216-5900. Give Leor a call and uh, take care of that one. Another Steve uh, in Bowmanville. Good evening, Steve. How are you, pal? Hey, I'm doing well, thanks. Excellent. Great to talk to you guys. Um, I'm a CAA driver, light service, so I don't drive a tow truck. Um, what's happened is I've been doing this for two years now. And today my boss gave me a piece of paper in regards to criminal background check. Now, when I started, I didn't need a criminal background check immediately. Um, I guess what this comes down to is I do have a criminal record from 28 years ago. Were, were you um, pardoned, Steve? No. There's no pardon? Okay, keep going. Um, and what they're saying is um, I have to fill out this form to appeal to them to, so I can keep my job. Now, they don't even pay me. I'm paid by my boss, right. independent contractors, right? Yeah. I'm just wondering if they're allowed to even do this. I mean, this is 28 years ago. I yeah. was, I was, it was just over 80. So here's the thing. The, the only time it's illegal to fire someone because of criminal record is if the person has received a pardon. So no one's allowed to let you go if there's a criminal, uh, criminal offense for which you've received a pardon. If a pardon has not been uh, received, strictly speaking, an employer, by, by letting someone go, an employer or, or a company is not acting an illegal way. 
is a CAA driver, you probably are considered in the eyes of the law as an independent contractor, so you may not have the same protections that you would as an employee. Uh, because if you were an employee rather than an independent contractor, they could still let you go, but you'd be owed severance, full severance. The mm-hmm. amount that you may be owed as a CA driver as an independent contractor may be different, may be minimal, uh, if anything. So even though it's not fair, and I couldn't agree more, and I think it's bad practice, it may not be the situation where you can actually do something about this. We'll get to another call, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. I want to take uh, one more before we uh, close for a break. Uh, very shortly, Brandon in Aurelia. Good evening, Brandon. Hey, how are you? Good, pal. What's going on? Okay, so the company I was working for, we uh, they've got uh, about 30 shops across Ontario uh, and western Quebec. And they came into my town and decided that because they couldn't negotiate a lease with the landlord of the building, uh, they were going to close this down. Right. Um, now, I have the second highest uh, seniority in the building. Um, and I'm the only person that they didn't uh, relocate to one of our berry stores. Uh, now, mind you, I'm a licensed tech. Uh, I've split service with them. Uh, my first time I was with them was for three years. Uh, this time around was just shy of five. Uh, they gave me four weeks working notice. Um, so, I mean, we had two weeks of work. Now I'm off for the next two with pay. Right. Um, but they denied me a severance, and I didn't know if they were actually allowed to do that. They're absolutely not allowed to do that, Brandon. You're absolutely owed severance. And f- let's assume it's only five years, and let's assume for a second that the first three years don't count, although they might. Uh, how old are you, uh, Brandon? I'm, I've turned 31 in July, so I'm 30 right now. And So someone in your situation, right around six months pays what you're owed. So the okay. four weeks that they gave you, including the notice, counts towards that. So let's say that another five months pays what they owe you. There's absolutely no legal possibility for them to avoid paying you uh, severance. Uh, therefore, you've been wrongfully dismissed. It's a clear, uh, it's an unequivocal wrongful dismissal. Okay. So uh, my suggestion is, you know, five months pay is a lot of money. Give me a call off air. Let me let me talk and get a bit more information. And if we decide that yes, this may, it makes sense, I'll, I'll be able to help you. Hopefully, send a letter to the company on your behalf and get this resolved. So John will give you the number right now. Appreciate the call, Brandon. Everyone else, hang on. We will get to you. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell. And for those wondering, I will give you Lior's number again. Four one six two one six fifty nine hundred. He's got that on him at all times. Lots more of the employment hour coming up. Talk radio AM six forty. Up in the skies we go, AM640, chopper traffic. Here's Ari. It is 727. Get to a few more phone calls here in the employment hour. 416-870-6400, star 640. On your cell phone, Colin. Thanks for hanging in, mate. How are you? Not bad, not bad. How are you doing? Good. What's your question? My question is, I've worked for a company for eight years. It's a non-union company. I worked there for eight years. I hadn't had a raise in six years. When I approached them about a raise, they put me on six-month probation and terminated me within a, before the six months was actually up. Uh, they claimed that uh, it was misconduct. Wow. So, so I got no unemployment denied me. I got no severance, and I, they owed me two weeks of vacation, so I, actually, I got absolutely nothing from them. Now, Colin, before they let you go, was how was the did your record look like? Did you have any warnings, any suspensions, no, anything? I had no, I had no issues before that. Within the eight years, I had no issues. Nothing, before. clean record. I had and, a clean record. I had exemplary, and time I had um, okay. uh, a, a, an appraisal, an, um, uh, a review. The review was exemplary. So, what did they say you actually did? What, what's the allegation against you? 
misconduct, and I don't know what it is. That they, they didn't even say what exactly it was, what kind of misconduct. No, I have no, no idea. So well, I'm listen, gonna... Colin, at the end of the day, I mean, only you know if you're guilty of some very, very significant misconduct, obviously. I mean, if you're not then this is a wrongful dismissal in the most obvious of ways. This is a company trying to come up with an excuse to avoid paying someone the severance that they're owed. Yeah. And you know, I think you, for you, after eight years, of course you're going to be owed severance. It could be, uh, the, what, what kind of job and how old are you, uh, Colin? I'm 55, I'm 55 now. I work security. I was security supervisor at a hotel. So about 10 months pays what you're owed, Colin. And so 10 months is a lot. And they're probably just trying to avoid having to pay that. That's nonsense, especially if your record is clean, good performance reviews. Yes. So, so you've been wrongfully dismissed. That's the bad news. The good news is that something like this, something so obvious, should not be difficult to resolve at all. So I want to speak to you, definitely want to speak to you off air. Uh, I'll be able to help you. That's what I do for a living. I don't just uh, talk on the radio. And right. let me try to work with you to get this resolved very quickly. You're owed a significant amount of money. And, uh, and, and let's you and I chat. Yeah, when did this happen? This happened. I was committed in November of last year. Yeah, okay. so you're still fine. You're you're well within the limitation period. There's no problem. John, please give uh, Colin the number, and uh, Colin, look forward to speaking to you. Appreciate the call, Colin. Yeah, that number four one six two one six fifty nine hundred. Got uh, Dave. Good evening, Dave. Yes. How are you? Thanks Good, for sir. Taking my call. No worries. Uh, I'll be real fast here. Um, I'm sixty nine years old at the moment. I was with the company for ten years. My average uh, income, you know, like say around forty a year. Yeah, uh, I was off on medical benefits for six months, and then I did take some other time off because I really wasn't quite ready to go back. When I phoned to go back, they said they didn't expect me back, and basically told me there was nothing available. And they tried to situation where it was like a subcontractor, and they were going to pay me like I wasn't to do with the company. Let's put it that way. So did they pay you um, any, any compensation, any severance nothing, day? Nothing whatsoever. Uh, the, last, the last time I talked to them was in August. It'll be two years this August coming up. Wow, okay. And um, basically yeah. they said they couldn't keep me on my medical thing because I was considered part-time. Eh? So Dave, the time that you were off work... Uh, because yeah. of medical condition. Was that all backed up by a doctor? Did you have a, a, oh, yeah, a doctor there for the whole time? On unemployment, unemployment medical. Okay. So, so, so Dave, this is, not only is this a wrongful dismissal in the sense that they were compensation, this could easily also be a human rights violation, simply because yeah. if they're not bringing you back because you, 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 know, you had the audacity to be sick and take medical leave, mm-hmm. that's a human rights violation. That's illegal. So there's no legal way. First of all, aside from the human rights issue, there's simply no legal way that they can avoid paying you severance. I think you said 10 years. Uh, you could easily be owed a year's pay, maybe more than a year's pay. So uh, let, let's, let's not sit on this. You've I, already waited okay. a while. August is going to be when your two-year limitation period expires. So I don't want to wait till August. I want to deal with yeah. this now. So give me a call. The, I don't fit their priorities anymore. I'm a smoker. I'm a little overweight and I'm old. Well, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I understand what you're but saying. Is, the law couldn't care I, less about that. And you you're know, owed what you're one, owed. There's one thing I have to tell you, though. I did tell them that when they told me that I didn't qualify for the medical benefits, I said, well, maybe I should think of retiring if you want to send me out with some paperwork. But I signed nothing and I got no paperwork from them and I haven't talked to them since last August. Okay. 
Well, it certainly doesn't seem like it impacts your entitlement. So let's definitely speak. I look forward to talking to you. And let's not wait on this because I don't want to speak to you in August and then find out that, that we're out of time. Let's talk now. Dave, that number, 416-216-5900. Hang on the line, guys. We'll get to more of you here on the Employment Hour and Talk Radio, AM 640. Up in the skies we go, AM 640. Chopper traffic here once again is Ari. Getting to your calls as quickly as we can. Got uh, Michael. Thanks for hanging on the line, Michael. Appreciate it. What, uh, what's your uh, question? Uh, yeah, I worked for a large uh, corporation uh, in September uh, last year. I was packaged out. I was told it was a result of my department shutting down. Um, after I was packaged out, I later found out the same day that I was the only manager uh, in that department that was packaged out. I asked if it was based on performance. I didn't get a clear answer, but I know at the time I was performing better than a lot of my counterparts. Uh, so I wasn't really giving a valid reason otherwise, uh, other than the fact that the department is shut down. And I found out that the other managers were relocated to another department within the same corporation. So I did sign my package, but I just want to know uh, if I had any legal recourse or what my rights were, if I feel that I was wrongfully dismissed. Sure. So here's, let, let me answer this question a couple of ways. First of all, in terms of letting you go when other people weren't let go, Ultimately, that's something that a company is allowed to do. So they can say you know, arbitrarily that for some reason we just don't like Michael. We're going to let Michael go and not someone else. Now, that's not necessarily fair or even ethical, but from a legal standpoint, they can do that as long as they pay proper severance, okay? So uh, not the, on the other hand, if they decided to let you go because of your race or your disability or your age, that's different. That's a human rights issue. That's illegal. But if they're just being unreasonable and, and, and you know being a bit jerks about it, they can still do that as long as they pay severance. Now, how long did you work there, Michael? Uh, I was there a total of uh, eight years. Eight years, and uh, you were a manager, and, and how old uh, were you at the time? I was 37. So someone in your situation, right around nine, ten months pays what you would have been owed. Uh, is that what you received? No, I got six months. So, yeah, uh, l- less than what I would have assessed you at, probably, you know, it, well, you know, the difference is, is quite significant. Because you signed off on the paper, not much we could do right now about it. It is what it is. But the termination itself, nothing you could do about it. This would have been only an issue of severance. And in your case, they would have owed you a bit more than what they've paid you. Always good to consult you first before you sign any of those letters, right? We uh, reiterate that every week. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Maria, welcome to the show. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, I'm actually an employer, and I've had an employee for just over three years. And she was performing all right. And then in December, something changed. And her performance has completely deteriorated. And um, I gave her a letter of warning in January, then another one in February. And then this weekend, we really came to a head that, uh, you know, we had a big client call us up regarding something that's one of our major, major offerings. It's like a big thing. And she told this person within my hearing that she had no idea what this, what, what this person was talking about and all cost of her sales. So I just told her to leave <laughs> and fired her on the spot. Right. After handling, uh, you know, after taking the phone away from her and actually handling that, that phone call. So what I want to know is what do I owe her? Yes, several. Good question, Maria. Now, you actually did what I would have wanted you to do in this situation, which is to, to, to build up a bit of a record, to provide previous warnings.